Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, guys. Hi. This is Goop Yourself, the podcast where we talk about everything Goop. I'm Brian Rucker. I'm Aggie Hewitt. And we're back, guys. We're back. It's been a long time. Uh, Sorry about that. We really only missed one episode, and now we're late for this one. This one one is late. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, It should have been on Friday, and it's obviously Monday that we're recording it, so we are sorry. But we had a good excuse. Or Aggie had a good excuse. I was in France, which I told you guys before I left. Um, Yeah, I was in France. I got back two nights ago, and now I'm in America. And you were gone for... Between England and France, you were gone for like three weeks. About three weeks, yeah. So we recorded one episode when I was in Newcastle, which, like I said, was extremely ungoopy. It's the Pacific Northwest of England, but it's actually... Well, it's north of England, but it's... Yeah, culturally. Pacific, culturally. Well, that's not really true. Without either. all the third wave coffee places, probably. I just mean in the sense that it's not very goopy. Yeah. Um, but then... it's like West Virginia. Ooh. Uh, but then France, which I imagine was a little more goopy. France was more goopy, although it was like my goop guide went out the window. I mean, I kind of tried to hit a couple of goop places when I was in Paris, and I did. But there were things that normally I would have made sure that I was, you know, really goop about it. Red goop before doing certain things. And I just kind of like was like, ah, uh, like. Oh, c'est la vie, or whatever. <laughs> Ooh la la. Ooh la la. Like, money can't buy you class. Like money can't buy, exactly. <laughs> All the classic French expressions. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, like, f- French women don't need goop. Like, goop, they... Goop they needs were, French women. Yeah, like, I they mean, were doing we goop before him. goop existed. Exactly. Like, they don't need fucking Gwyneth Paltrow to tell them how to have nice skin. No, but I did go to the... Um, the department store that they talked about in that because they have a Paris in August oh, yeah. like guide which is like I mean you have to at least look at it before I didn't go to any of the places in it except for they went to the um, the department store and the pharmacy oh pharmacy what are there any drugs that you can get without a prescription in France that you um, need one is well, it like England where you can get codeine I didn't go to that kind of pharmacy I just mm. bought like face oh, okay. shit. but <laughs> I think probably I'm sure, I don't know yeah. I don't know. Uh, and the depart? Did you get anything at the department store? Yeah, but I mean, again, not anything you couldn't get here. Like, I got like a couple, like a, some Christian Dior makeup because I was like, it's from France, but it was like shit I would have gotten anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I got a pair of shoes, but it wasn't like stuff that I couldn't have gotten in yeah. America. But they had like everything. It was kind of like an old fashioned department store. It's like they have like. High end, low end, and like every designer in the world wow. has like an amazing boutique, and like the like the shoes were insane, like some of the most beautiful shoes you'll ever see. What's the store called? It's the Galleries de Lafayette. Got it. And it's like there are a bunch of stores around there, and they're all called the Galleries de Lafayette. They all have the same like awning, mm. but so like the department store has that. But then like across the street, there was like a little market with a bunch of like food. Uh, like stalls and stuff and that was called the galleries de lafayette like there were like i don't know i don't really understand what it was but that sounds great it was great i will be there uh over new year's so uh on the the largesse of my mother that is so well i was also there on the largest yeah, of my mother obviously we yeah. can't afford we to, can't go to go to paris by ourselves. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. uh which is great yeah. Um, I took a smaller vacation up to Lake Tahoe like I do every summer. Um, but we talked about this last year when I was there. There's not really many goopy things to do up in Lake Tahoe. It's very yeah. nice, but it's sort of, um, 
Yeah, it's just like chill and the the redwoods are the the goopiness. Like you're looking at nature. Its the own, lake is pretty. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you don't. There's not really like high end stuff to do, um, yeah. which I like. It's nice to kind of take a break. It, it feels like there would be like a Tahoe something. There, about you know, it. there is. So we stay um, outside of a little town on the North Shore called Kings Beach, which is very ungoopy. Like I've been going there my whole life, and it's been the same like the same little restaurants and the same little you know there's stores where you can get like wood carvings of like bears and there's like a new age store and a little you know thrift store and it's it's very chill but there's other towns on the lake like we went bike riding in tahoe city which is about 20 minutes away and there you have you know the fancy real estate like the sotheby's real estate office and little night fancier uh restaurants and stuff and then on the nevada side um, there's a place called Incline, which again is a little fancier. But yeah, we stay in a town that's that's not very goopy, which is nice. Um, when I went, I stayed on the Nevada side. Okay, I yeah. Stayed in a casino. See, yeah, the Nevada side has casinos. Our family doesn't gamble at all. Um, so, but we stay. You know, we the Kings Beach, the t- town we stay in, is right over the the border. So it's just a couple minutes from the Nevada side. And in a couple of years, there's this old casino restaurant lounge right on the border called the Calneva and it was really I guess trendy in the 50s and 60s like the Rat Pack would all uh, perform there and it was like this big party place and it's gone into total disrepair Mm -hmm. but they're renovating it so I don't know if it'll be there next summer but at least I think two summers from now it'll be totally renovated and they're hiring like a fancy chef and uh, you know mixologist and it's I think it's going to be a scene Oh, Uh, but I'm very excited to to try it like because it's right on i mean if you guys have never been to lake tahoe it is the bluest water at least that i've seen i'm sure like lake como in switzerland or whatever is just as blue but it's Mm. pretty amazing yeah no this i swimming there was amazing yeah um Um, so yeah that's what we did uh away um i hope everyone had and i got to like go away for a little bit this summer yeah that's what summers are for or at least have like you know fun reading goop because i still was like enjoying like my vacation from my vacation was the goop newsletter i felt yeah i didn't read any goop until this morning i had to read like um you know two weeks yeah well i didn't really go through all of it but there was actually an article that i read just out of curiosity before i was doing research for this podcast which i mean never happens to me oh yeah i'll tell you what it is when we get into it um but yeah i loved france it was great um the best thing i would say were the wine and the skincare products and the pharmacy was a blast and a half going to that pharmacy and just packing it in because they have all of that i bet and you there's like samples you can like try everything no but it's like um there is a goop guide for that though like our favorite our favorite french pharmacy brands and stuff so you can so check that out next time you go it was like really good i got a bunch of stuff but it's stuff you can get in america like la roche posay and stuff like that but it's like just you get it in france so it feels better um and it might be slightly cheaper but i don't know Anyway, so France was great. It had some goopy highlights. It had some non-goopy highlights, but I was so homesick, and I'm really glad to be back. That's good. Yeah. yeah I th- uh, three weeks America. is a long time. Yeah. For To go anywhere. Yeah, and I missed you, and I missed doing oh. this podcast, and I missed reading goop and talking about Gwyneth Paltrow, because no one's talking about her over there. Yeah, it, I imagine she's just not in their minds. Like, the, non- she's such a... Yeah, she's such a lightning rod in this country. And I think in France, probably, yeah, no one cares about her one way or the other. Well, if they did, I mean, I, they wouldn't have told me. No. Speak the oh, so you weren't just... recognized all over France from having the Goop Yourself podcast? No, no, but I wonder if we have any French listeners. I don't think we so. We might have a couple. It's I think on, on the, the old Podbean, it says where people are from. I think there might be one or two. Really? Well, bonjour. I was just in your beautiful country. Thank you. <laughs> um, oh, so this isn't on my list but I just wanted to talk about it briefly was one of our listeners uh, reached out to us on Instagram and told us about the uh, goop slash CB2 yes I know thing. that is very exciting it's I don't even it's crazy to me first of all that they're it? well I guess it's not crazy now they're they're expanding their brand 
I mean, CB2 is not low end. It's not It's wa- not high end. It, but it's not high. It's, yeah, it's, it's not. It's for the masses. Yeah. And to Gwyneth Paltrow, it's basically like slumming. Oh, trash. For yeah. Gwyneth. I mean, and she's never set foot in a CB2 is, if it wasn't. Is CB2 this. supposed to be nicer than regular Crate and Barrel no. or cheaper? Oh, it's cheaper. cheaper than regular. I wasn't sure which. Um, to be cheaper. But my favorite part was the ad with them all as models. Because uh, oh, it was so cool seeing Gwyneth and it. Megan and Jean and a couple other people. And then also just seeing who was left out. Who was left out? No Elise Lunin. Mm. No, obviously, Ask Anne or Ask Lori. I don't even know that Ask Anne and Ask Lori work there anymore. Um, well, Elise Lunin is really high up. Yeah, I she's like the, she's like the, co- the CEO or whatever. Yeah. I think it's really like her like, so maybe she Because she, she is very pretty, so I don't know why she wasn't included. She, it was probably her choice. I don't think it's... I don't think they were like, you're not pretty enough to be in this. To well, they didn't. I mean, they definitely chose women who were extremely beautiful to be in the ad. I think everyone, everyone who works, works at Goop yeah. is kind of beautiful, but I don't think like Anne is not beautiful. No, Anne's gorgeous anything. too. They're all gorgeous. Yeah. Um, I just want to know how they whittled it down to like the five of them. I don't know. That's, I really don't yeah. know. Um, but yeah, if you are in a, I don't think I've ever been in a CB2. You've never been in a CB2? I've been in a regular Crate and Barrel. I don't know where is even a CB2. There's one in the, uh, Sunset 5 thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. There's one in there. Um, I don't know. They're like in malls yeah, and yeah. stuff. Oh, they're, so they're smaller. It's a smaller store than a regular Crate and Barrel. It's like a mall store. Yeah, it's a mall store. Got it. I did see on the Goop slash CB2, uh, stuff, there was these, like old fashioned glasses, uh, rock glasses that looked really cool that were like nine ninety five each. Really? So I might get, yeah, I might get those. Yeah, I mean, because CB two is like cheap, but it's still like I still can't like is buy it? too much. Stuff no, it's there. nice for us. It's nice. Yeah, yeah. I like CB two. Yeah, I'm really excited for this merge. When is this happening? It I think it's already soon. happened. Yeah, if it's yeah. in the news, which is like it's not a, it's an ad, <laughs> yeah. but to me it's that's the, the news. news. <laughs> uh, but. It is funny to see how, as Goop expands, they are going to have to go after not just the richest of the rich. The common man. Yeah, which well, every brand does. I they've been doing that anyway. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that's kind of like their whole thing where it's like they have these things that are like insane and like no one can pay for it. But then they have like a $40 like eye makeup palette or something. And it's like, you know, a lot of people can, more people can afford yeah, it. And, but like, that's ha- probably what most people buy from them. Sure. Not, like, sure. $800 jumpsuit or something. They have to be careful though. I think cause like, I feel like after Martha Stewart did that Kmart line, that really you sunk do? her brand. Oh, I totally disagree oh, really? with that. Oh yeah. I love the Martha Stewart Kmart line. I mean, I, Macy's line. And yeah, it just seems, I mean, I don't know. I guess it's a balancing act. Cause you, you want to be sort of accessible, but you, like if you build your brand on inaccessibility and on like luxury, how far can well, you really Martha go? Well, Martha was never based on inaccessibility. She was totally about accessibility. She was like, anyone can do this. But she was still aspirational, I feel well, like. Well, aspirational, but not like, Goop is about like insane yeah. wealth. And Martha was about like being a really good homemaker. That's true. Yeah. Um, so if you guys are at a CB2, see if there's a Goop shelf there. There might be. Oh, man. I'm going to wa- run, not walk <laughs> to my nearest CB2 and get some fucking glasses or something. Yeah. That's cool. I'm excited for that. I've been out of the country for too long. I'm so back. I mean, <laughs> I just heard about this. I'm like, I came back. Goops at CB2. The pumpkin spice latte is out. I mean, it's a whole new world. I miss like, almost all of Bachelor in Paradise. Thank God I wow. have it on DVR. It's been a, I mean, I miss that You missed the beginning of the Real Housewives of New York reunions. Yeah, there's uh, there's Real Housewives to catch up on. There's going to be there, the new American Horror Story has been announced. Yeah. I mean, it's I came back to a new America. <laughs> I took out my fall candle today. Jesus I Christ. Know. September 2nd. Yeah, well, hey, it's uh it's Labor Day. Play. Oh, September I got 3rd. rid of my uh, Casablanca lily and put on my sweet cinnamon pumpkin. You got a sweet cinnamon pumpkin? It was literally the only... It was like on sale, like highly on sale. So... Oh, yeah. Was this one of the ones you got for like $5 or it was, something? It was $10 at, uh, at Bath & Body Works. Um, I let John smell it. And I said, this isn't too disgusting, right? And he was like, hmm. Mm. And that that was a, a a big yes from him. Yeah. That was like the most enthusiastic he's ever been about a... About a Bath, Bath & Body, Body Works scandal. scandal. Yes. Yeah. Um, I'm still in summer. I just realized that I got a pair of white sandals when I was in France. Ooh. I'm not wearing them. I'm just yeah. thinking, oh no. Because you already have your pair of white Birkenstocks and these. I have more white sandals, 
Which, can I even wear them? I mean, today is technically Labor Day, so I guess... Tomorrow, I have to throw them out. Yeah. I don't think that's a rule anymore. Well, certainly not in LA. No, everyone wears just like shorts and sweatpants. Everyone wears dresses like a slob in LA. That's right. Or at least our friends. (laughs) Well, at least... At least us. (laughs) What am I talking about, friends? (laughs) (laughs) Who do I think I am to claim to have friends? (laughs) Mr. Popular. (laughs) Um... What else? I guess that... Oh, uh, I got my second month's um, bottle of Trunigen, which I started. I have my, as you guys know, I have my blood work coming up on, I think it's September 27th. Okay, we're getting there. So I'm trying to eat healthy. I'm trying to just sort of stick with uh, sort of a Mediterranean diet that my doctor prescribed with the Trunigen, with regular exercise. And then after that blood work, baby, I am doing keto for four weeks I'm going to just say four Are weeks. you going to do Dr. Wilkel's plant-based keto? I think I am. Okay, well, I will. Yeah, let's, maybe we'll get to it okay. on our list. I'm going to tell you this, though. I thought when I, as soon as I got back to America, I was going to hit keto hard. And I just, I just feel like I need more time. Well, yeah, I'm going to start September 28th. So if you want to start September 28th with me. Mm, I'm not gonna make. I'm not gonna lock myself okay. into anything. I'm too French right now. Yeah, for yeah, that. yeah. <laughs> I'm like thinking like I should just eat fromage blanc every morning that for sounds, breakfast. God. Oh my yeah. god. But with the plant, well, okay. Let's just let's get into it. It's the French cottage cheese. It's not bad for you. Oh no, I'm sure. But you have to make it yourself in America because they don't oh, sell it. Oh la la! You so, could do it in the instant pot, probably. You could just make it in a regular pot. It's like oh. really easy. Just buy the starter and like basically mix it with milk. You should do it. I'm planning to. I've been on Amazon all morning. That's exciting. I know. All right. What was... So we're having... We're going over two weeks of newsletters. I mean, I guess technically, but I'm really only... Yeah, I mean, one. yeah. Okay. Uh, what I was your best? To both of the podcasts. Okay. My best, and this was the one that I clicked through uh, without even having to, um, and it was the four most underrated American food cities. Oh, yeah. And I'm going to tell you why. I don't know anything about any of these cities. And I don't even really remember what they were. Like, one of them was, like, in the South. I think they talked about Portland, Maine. Yeah, there was Asheville, North Carolina, Portland, Maine, uh, Maui. Maui, which is interesting. And, and what was the, the fourth one? one? Oh, Milwaukee. Yeah. Milwaukee, yeah. which is, like, Milwaukee is, like, a... I mean, I guess because I lived in Chicago, I consider Milwaukee to be, like, a big, like, food city. and like a big, Okay, like, yeah. I've city, never been to that part of the country. Not a lot of people probably know about it. But um, I just thought it was a different type of article to read and goop. It was a fresh take. It was fresh perspective. I mean, I feel like we're hearing a lot about Portland, Maine these days, but Maui was not something I would have expected. I mean, Asheville, North Carolina, I've never heard of. Uh, I went to, I think every single one of those restaurants that they listed in, in Maui, Maui when I was in Maui. Really? Year, yeah. Well, that is mm. really good. See, I, I haven't been to Maui and, a very long time. It is and wonderful. I don't think any of those restaurants, I'm sure, didn't exist when I was there. But that's cool. I mean, I just thought it was like a really like interesting, fun, good travel article. And I enjoyed it. And I also like that they were like, when you think of big food destinations, you probably think of L.A. and New York. because And San Francisco. And San Francisco. Because I feel like L.A. is an underrated food city. Like, L.A. has, I think some of the best food in the world. Yeah, I think it was under, I think in the last few years, the national food scene has really like well, gotten the, up on LA. In but, the last few years is when Michelin stopped coming. But they're coming back. They are? Yeah. When did they say that? I think like recently. I think next year they're supposed to come well, back. Well, why'd they change their mind? Because I think, I don't know, people probably rioted. I honestly, Michelin stars are fucking stupid. I think they're dumb and I don't I care think about that them. they're, uh, I don't know. I mean, like, I went to a. Mi- I mean, oh my god, I feel like an asshole for saying this, but I went to one Michelin star place in France, and it was like fine, but it wasn't. I went to like other places that were like Michelin ra- like rated that were amazing and like way better than the places that ha- actually had stars. But I feel like Michelin. I mean, I trust Michelin Guide. I mean, they have a very specific criteria of what they're looking for, and maybe it's changed a little bit recently. But they like are very. I don't they they're into like that old school sort of white tablecloth service and I think that they've like they're trying to modernize so like there's um there's like a dim sum sort of street food place in Hong Kong that has a Michelin star that they I think strategically do a few of these more casual places and give them stars just so people don't say that they're elitist but obviously they're I mean I mean it's an elitist thing 
And um, I, I think a lot of the places that they have are like really overpriced or like very expensive and like hard to get into and whatever. Um, but I don't think I've ever been to a Michelin rated place and thought that was bad. No, 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 no. Um, I just think that there are good places that maybe don't get yeah. the recognition. Um, but like all of LA just was completely ignored for years. And then, I mean, intentionally, cause they were like, we don't like LA. Yeah. And they said the same thing about Las Vegas and it's like, okay, that's fine. Like you don't have to think that those cities are like worth your time. But I mean, you're not, you're overlooking, like if your whole thing is like world-class food, which it may not be, it may just be like your travel guide but if if you're overlooking la and even las vegas because las vegas has like world-class restaurants in it like you're not doing you're just kind of being snobby and like not totally. really being honest about what your goals are uh yeah and i think I'll, I'll be curious to see when they come back to la like if there are any three-star restaurants here or i don't think there ever were i think we had no like two. yeah two I, I think i imagine uh vespertine is probably going to try for three stars that I, crazy place in Culver City. I don't know. Oh. I I mean, I don't know what's going to try. I mean, like any star is like a pretty impressive yeah, thing. Yeah. Because like there were places that had them before. Like, oh man. Yeah, Melise, I think had a star. Um, What's that one in Santa Monica? Whatever. It's yeah. called like Valentino or something that had one. Um, or maybe two. I don't know. Whatever. So I guess they got like taken away. I don't know. Yeah. I think they were, I don't think Michelin was like doing well. So they sort of cut back on the number of cities that they were covering. But I think now, oh, it was a financial thing. I think so. Yeah. But I, and now LA, I think is be, like, people are sort of more up on the fact that it is a world-class food city. So I think Michelin felt sort of embarrassed that they weren't here. I, they should. Yeah. Um, but, sorry, back. yeah, good. But, um, I will say I just appreciated whenever somebody references LA as like a world-class food city, I feel a little bit of hometown pride. And I'm like, thank you for acknowledging that because it's obviously true. So I like that, but that wasn't the only reason that this was my favorite. It was far from it. It was my favorite because I just thought it was actually a really interesting concept for a magazine like goop. And it's not every day that they have like good that they've like, here's a novel idea that I'm going to write about. That's actually interesting. It's not, yeah, you don't yeah. always see that on Goop. Like if I read that article in any other magazine, I, I would have, if I saw that in any other magazine, I would have read it. Yeah. And they pick cities that were uh, like underrated. I, I think cause I, they Except for kind of Portland, Maine, which I think is like kind of like a trendy food city right now. Yeah. I think especially for like East coast, New York people. Well, and the Bon Appetit, sorry. Oh. oh, but the Bon Appetit, uh, like, 10 best just came out and I think they had one from there which I'm sure Goop knew when they put this together. yeah 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 um but yeah I'm glad I'm glad that they included Maui because Hawaii has always sort of been known for like not having great food yeah um and yeah at least when I went there last year there was awesome food so uh and I've never I've never been to Asheville but I've, no, I've heard it's amazing and the Milwaukee was one that yeah I would have never thought of but it's, it's cool that yeah, like, it. I was really surprised to see Milwaukee on there. Like, I like I said, like, I think of Milwaukee as being a cool city, but um, not a lot of people who haven't spent much time in the Midwest would, like, consider that. So, yeah. anyway. All right. Well, my best was... Here it is. What? Are you going to say... I'm, I'm already red in the face because I don't like the look. I don't. There's a little like article the- called The Plant-Based Ketogenic Diet by a doctor... Fuck. Who we had, had issues with in the past. Brian, I quit. No. I'm going to quit this whole damn show. So. All right. Before you go any further, I'll just come out and say that obviously this was my worst because fuck that. Okay. Go on. Please. I'm sorry. So, I, don't mean to, I don't mean to yuck your yum. I have. We. Everyone knows our history with Will Cole. History meaning like one very short Twitter exchange. Well, and he blocked both of us on all social media. I'm sure. Personally. And like our personal accounts. Good. Good. Yeah. Okay. So I have nothing, I don't have anything good to say about him. And I don't even know, like he's, he's obviously just jumping on this bandwagon because he knows that keto is popular. No, he's been a keto guy for years. Oh, is he? I don't yeah. know. Whatever. Anyway, I gotta I'm, know your enemy. I'm excited to try this. Not, and I don't want to do a complete vegan keto diet because I think that I, that wouldn't work for me at least. But I, one thing that was ho- holding me back from trying these low carb uh, diets were was just the amount of red meat and dairy that they were talking about, and I know like with my body and I have to watch my cholesterol and all this stuff, blah blah blah. So this seems like an interesting way to go, and I am I'm sure not going to do it for a long time, but I definitely want to try it for. I'll, he says to do it for at least eight weeks. I don't know that I can do it for that long. I'm going to try it for four weeks, 
and see what happens. Well, I think you have to do it for longer than... I think you have to do it for a while because you ha- your body has to get into ketosis before it can start working anyway. But I... Th- well, and again, I have to read... I'm not going to read his book. Don't. Well, oh, do, 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 I'm, do, please, do I, I, I check some stuff out from the library. I'm whole, I'm, stuff is on hold. Well, I did keto. Oh, you did? But not this kind of yeah. keto. I did like the standard bad boy keto where you eat lots of meat and stuff. And yeah. that was the, that was when I ate all those Parmesan wisps. Oh, right, house. right. Oh my God. I still think about <laughs> yeah, those you wisps. Ate, yeah. I ate a, whole, a, a Costco size bag, bag of Parmesan wisps. Because I hadn't had anything like yeah. crunchy in yeah. so long. And I was just like, oh my God. Like I just couldn't believe I could eat it. <laughs> yeah. It was just, it was so great. Uh, well, I'm glad to know that there's a Costco a few blocks from my house, so I can get a bag of those when I'm when you I'm doing it. You can go yeah, yeah, and just come out with like a cart full. Because so this one is they he he explains a few types of keto diets. There's the standard keto, which is 75% fat, 20% protein, 5% carbohydrates. There's a high protein keto. There's a cyclic keto, which actually sounds great, which means you just do it four to five days a week and then and then don't do it for two yeah, days a week. I guess I don't um, understand that one. I think because like it. I don't think it takes that long for your body to get in ketosis. Like it's just you know, 12 hours or something. And then you can be in ketosis for a few days and then get off. This is coming from another podcast that I listen to that uh, these people are not really qualified. So me talking about it is like third hand, completely unqualified. unqualified. Okay. So take it with a grain of salt. But oh, well. I believe that you can just sort of go in and out of ketosis. I guess so. I don't know. I don't know either. I'm not going to fuck with any of this shit mm, because I just came back from France yeah. and I'm just like, I don't want to worry about being in ketosis. Or no one cares like, about this in I France. I just want to eat like a little bit. I want to do basically like a, a book I haven't read, but French women don't get fat except for without any of the dark chocolate. Cause it's like, I oh, think yeah. that's one of my big downfalls with diets and all the leeks. I mean, there is an amazing amount of leeks that you're supposed to eat in that French, French woman. Like, and you're like, supposed to have yogurt twice a day. I'm not going to have any yogurt. Yeah. I'm going to have fromage blanc. Fromage blanc. So we'll see. Um, don't hold me to anything, guys. But I'm going to try it. Uh, and not not even really to lose weight. I don't know why. I just I want to try something different. Diets are fun. Diets are fun to do for a little bit. That is true. Yeah. All right. So th- that was your worst? That was my worst just because um, I just hate Will Cole so much. And he was so defensive and weird. And I just, when, he's talk- when he talks, I get so annoyed. We yeah. had a big fight with him on the internet. I'm really scared that people are going to like get mad at me now because I'm talking shit about Will Cole, but there hey. I am. Also, I think that he's an anti-vaxxer. He says that he's not. He just questions vaccines Oh, did or he say that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was that his was whole a, that thing. Was, yeah, yeah. He wrote this whole article about like, he's not an anti-vaxxer, but he's like, well, he says that vaccines right now are like a stress test for your body. It was in your baby and like there should be like not. It's like this thing of like, I don't know, like, should you get vaccines? Should you not? But yeah. It's like. I don't have time for someone who's bringing that shit no, up. No, he's a crackpot. I mean, it's just such bullshit. And then when you call him out on it, he goes, I'm not anti-vax. I just uh, I just wrote this thing that was kind of anti-vax, but it's like, well, he's not pro-vax, so what is he? He is speculative, yet promising. Well, I'm not into it. Anyway, well, Cole, never, I'll never get <laughs> back on board with that guy. But I do understand, because I think that like he sure filled a hole in the market with yeah. the vegan keto. That's like, that, uh, like a low... A low carb, high fat, um, plant based diet was like desperately needed in this like world, <laughs> yeah. and I feel like he really was. He did a good job. He with really yeah that filled one. that Venn diagram of orthorexia that people were looking for. Exactly, and he claims he's like. I mean, look, this isn't about orthorexia. This is just about this the most orthorexic thing in the entire world that I have created. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I know. Whatever. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> um, so my worst was. Oh, God. It was called An Interior Designer's Genius Tips for a Kitchen Makeover. Oh, yeah. I, like, barely even read that. So it was this this woman named Amy Kehoe, and she literally has the worst tips to make. Like, it, it was obviously someone who does not like to cook, and this is these are the things that she wants you to do uh, to Let's your kitchen. I, d- I really don't think I even read So one of them is treat the kitchen as a living room. Which what? means that makes no sense. Which, put a couch in it? No, well, ba- almost. Yeah, put like lamps and like flowers on all of your counter space. That's insane. Which I'm like, hi. How, you need we have that. A limited amount of counter space. I don't want to put a fucking lamp on it. Like I need to cook on it. So that was the first clue that this was rough. Yeah. The second clue was this was an article sponsored by 
a company called Dacor, and tip two was buy a Dacor uh, <laughs> okay, refrigerator. Think, well, I mean, yeah. I don't know. I'm not expecting much no. more from Goop. So when John and I moved to Los Angeles, because in New York, like landlords have to provide fridges for yeah. you, and it was a rude awakening when, when we signed out. a lease in an apartment here and did not have a fridge, and I almost had a heart attack when we had to spend a thousand dollars on a refrigerator. So this decor or decor refrigerator is nine thousand three hundred and sixty-five dollars, and I guess it's a smart fridge, which. I don't even know what a smart does it. It just it like makes eyes. Yeah, I mean most <laughs> fridges make eyes. This one, I think it like you can like program to say like, oh, I have turkey that expires in two weeks, and then in two weeks it'll like beep or something and say your turkey is expired. We're I have no sick idea. As a society, um, and also it's like this lady was very um, impressed that it was stainless steel both inside and out. Like it was oh, stainless I've steel, and then she opened it up and it was still stainless steel. Stainless, I've never seen that. I've never seen either. That's um, new. So, I, so, but it's, it's the Will Cole's diet of fridges <laughs> yeah. filling a hole in the market. Um, uh, tip three was open shelving, which blah blah blah. We've heard this before. Sick of Boring. That. Step four was wooden countertops, which is a recipe for fucking salmonella. Bacteria. Jesus Christ! If you have wood countertops all over the place, like Disgusting. those meat juices are just gonna get, get in those in rivets, and you're gonna die. Never get them out. unless you don't cook, like this lady obviously doesn't right. do. Um, and step five was go vintage. I mean, go fuck yourself. I would go vintage. I mean, yeah, sure. But like, I don't need a goop article telling me to go vintage. Get vintage stuff? Yeah. Wow. So this lady, not into it. Oh, and then she has a little um, <laughs> she has a little picture of herself or it's some model leaning back on the $10,000 fridge, like chugging a j- glass jug of nut milk. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. That's what you do in your kitchen. Yeah. I just lean on my fridge and just chug my nut milk. <laughs> So, I mean, it's very goopy. Uh, so I, you know, that was exciting, but it, it was a bad article. And it obviously, like, if you are a cook, you're not going to follow any of these tips. Gwyneth Paltrow would never have followed those tips in her kitchen. She Wooden countertops. I mean, that is that is on the level of being like an anti-vaxxer, I feel like, to like kill Maybe. your entire family. Yeah. Well, it's like Will Cole was saying, like, you need to like eat bacteria. Yeah. He's like, I'm not saying I want you to do this, but... But just like some, rub some people eat parasites <laughs> yeah. and it's like good for it, it helps autoimmune disease. But like, don't do it. I'm not yeah, saying yeah, to do yeah. it, but just but like it, it. this is a thing that is speculative but promising. I mean, if you want parasites, parasite. yeah, just rub some raw chicken breast on your wood countertops and lick just it follow up. her advice and then yeah. you won't have and then you're following, yeah, well, Cole's advice. Yeah, you'll be two birds, one stone. You'll be a skeleton because you'll be dead. Exactly. Um, what was your craziest? Okay, so my craziest, I got to put a little, speaking of being dead, um, I have to put a little asterisk by this one because it also included my thing I would try. Sure. So I'm not saying this craziest in like a negative way necessarily, but there was the, so this whole article, this last one was just all about death. It was very sad. And I couldn't read all of them. Yeah, the whole newsletter. And it was so long. There were like nine articles. There were a lot. And I read like one of them. Yeah. And um, well, one of them was like just so boring. Just about like what to tell your attorney before you die. I did not even click on that one. It's like, okay. It's like, (laughs) don't worry about it. My, no one's going (laughs) to, no one's going to have it to worry about that when I die. Um, But the one I chose as the craziest was that like chic coffin guy like chic burial thing <laughs> eco coffins so, eco yeah. coffins okay so i'm gonna just backtrack right now and tell you the thing that i would try is the co coeo or something it was like a green burial okay which is what i've always truly wanted where it's like they put you out in like basically a field and just like you just like rot in the ground and like that's all I want like I don't want to be buried in a coffin I don't want to be cremated I just want my body to like naturally decompose somewhere in nature which is tricky because it's like dumping my body you still have to like get buried you can't just like because a kid could just walk up and see a rotting corpse it's like in a special place and it's like there's also like the body farm where it's like you can donate your body to science and it's like you're in like a but it's the same thing. You're in like nature and your body's just sort of like decomposing and like fertilizing the plants. Like that's really what I want. Cause it's like, don't you want to put your body to some good use? That's what I want to do anyway. Yeah. But 
the whole vibe of this article was like about like these like expensive like wicker like coffins and these like super chic like green coffins you could buy for it was a status symbol like it was so crazy and then the best one which i see someone else has up on their thing was like this italian egg they put an egg in the fetal position and then just bury you with a tree it was so was insane scary. so this was i have two craziest but this was mine too because you guys have to go and see this picture it's called a capsula mundi and it looks literally like a giant plastic a easter egg, egg. and I, I wish that they would show the inside like with a corpse in a fetal position like an old lady old naked lady in a fetal position in this egg and it's i so scary do not put it in the ground you just put it on. they put it in the ground they put it in the ground so it's not like the picture where it's just there i think they're just showing you like what's okay. underground it's so fucking and there was a lot of crazy ones but this one was hands down the craziest it was like it just was it was something out of a horror movie or like a science fiction movie yeah. where it's like this is what we do with our dead and it's like we put them in italian eggs and bury them under a tree <laughs> can you imagine going to a funeral <laughs> and there's a giant egg that gets lowered into the ground i mean <laughs> oh my god it's just so crazy it's scary it's <laughs> oh my god. so weird i mean look i'm sure that like for some people like that's great but and they're like also like this is like really beautiful it is i swear to god it is like the stuff of nightmares like i will have a nightmare tonight thinking about that fucking egg man and also i don't really get like you go underground with a tree but it's like are you fertilizing the tree i think it's like next to a tree does the the egg egg decompose decompose? it must it can't be a bpa plastic egg what if it's like a plastic egg what if it's like a kinder egg container that you just go that's it must be compostable I have no because idea. There, were, there weren't any details about like what the egg was made of. It looks just like white plastic. It looks like plastic. Yeah. Who what knows? If it's plastic. And it just doesn't. De- and your body's just trapped in there for eternity. I don't know what it. I mean, I have no idea what it is. But then, because they they don't say specifically like you are fertilizing this tree. I guess it's but implied. But yeah, it it's just implied. But it's like I would like some specifics. Yeah, I don't know. We have to research this further. Um, I did like the. She had a little shade. Oh no, that was actually a different article. That was no. that was that's coming up on mine. Okay. But um, so that is obviously one of my craziest is the egg. And then I also have Jennifer Freed's new article called "The Four Keys to Mindful Parenting." What totally? Wait, was this from Malay? It was this from was two from- weeks ago. Okay, I, I think. didn't see. Yeah. So as you know, Jennifer Freed was a psychological astrologer, psychological psychologist. On this one, she says psychological astrologer, okay, which is six me, of one half dozen of another. I, I just thought it was clear yeah, <laughs> but she's obviously like slowly trying to step away from that identity yeah. and rebrand as like a parenting expert now. Oh, okay, that's that would. <laughs> What if, like, that was your mom? Yeah. Because, like, because like, now it says her bio is, like, Jennifer Freed is a national trainer for parents, teachers, and students. I it mean, news to me. about the astrological. And then it says at the end, Freed is also a psychological astrologer. Okay. So, you know, yeah. we all we all have to do multiple gigs in this economy. Yeah. So, the beginning of, so this is Four Keys to Mindful Parenting, and it starts, I've never seen a Goob article like this that just starts in media res in, like, a dramatic moment okay so i'm gonna just read the beginning of this article katie is sobbing as she says goodbye to her summer friends she feels worried about the coming school year and how she will fit in with her new buzz cut on on top of a challenging school schedule for his junior year sam has to work to help his family his parents have been fighting a lot at home and he feels immense pressure to do well enough to get a scholarship so that he can go to college xander has just come out as non-binary they are terrified that they will be bullied for this at school Last year at Sarah's high school, numerous cyber threats closed down the campus and led to a terrifying lockdown and fears of an active shooter. She is not feeling confident in her school's leadership because they handled the incident so poorly. Will they be able to help her and keep her classmates safe? So that's the beginning of the article. No, it's just those four. So I I was just sort of like, when I read this, I was just sort of taken (laughs) aback at these stories. And then that's it. Like she doesn't fall. Then she's just like, yeah. yeah." (laughs) So it's sort of like the beginning of a very dramatic YA novel. Yeah. And, uh, the, like, and, yeah, it's like a movie. Yeah, like, she's trying to write a it's movie. like four four students and what they have to deal with, and they're intertwining stories, <laughs> like you know, on NBC this fall or something. Yeah. So 
and then and then it just went so that was what was truly crazy about the article honestly and then she just goes into like four things you can do and it was it's one of those goop articles where there's like it's like that outline form so there's numbers and there's bullets and then there's dashes and then back to now and you're just like there's no like even like high school level organization going on in this but article. But it's like, it never goes back to those four kids. No. So like, one, There's more why kids does that later. little girl have a buzz cut? No. <laughs> we'll never find out. She just got a buzz cut. And then later. Did she have lights? I don't know. I think <laughs> she just wanted a new style. <laughs> but then she's like, I don't know. If I don't works. know. I get it. Like, But if she's a little child? It doesn't say how young she is. It I think, sounded like she was really little. I don't know. It could be. She's Katie, K-A-T-Y as in Perry. So it's that. Okay. And then, yeah. So, and then later there's more kids. There's like an Eden that she talks about. There's like, the names are wild. And she just. <laughs> um, so, and then there's the four things that you need to do to parent. One, they're all just gobbledygook. Authentic, transparent, and emotionally vulnerable communication. Permission to fail fast and recover and knowledge about how to repair mistakes. Many available recovery options when feeling horrible and guidance and modeling for resetting a negative attitude. I mean, I guess those are nice things, but I was just like, what? Maybe if I had kids. And then also, <laughs> she says, like, these are things to do with your teenagers, which I'm like, I don't think teenagers have changed that much. Like, you would not want to do these things with your mother as no. a teenager. Follow the breath in the nose or in the belly. This is what you're supposed to do with your kid. Notice any straying of the mind and bring attention back to the breath. Then scribble on a piece of scrap paper, drawing shapes and lines. Okay. What? Listen quietly together to a soothing piece of music and then free write as a mental cleanse. So again, these are like nice things if to do. If your mother was like, okay, see this, does she have kids? <laughs> Unclear. <laughs> Unclear. If Katie comes back with a buzz cut and you're like, let's draw some shapes and lines. It's to- like, you're fucked. If this woman, this is crazy. This is, yeah, much crazier than all the like psychological astrology or the astrological psychology. This is insane. Um, but yeah, so now I just like want to know what's happening to to Katie and Sam and Xander and the other one. The crew. The crew. I know. God, God we should like try to option this. We script. should option that little thing. Yeah. Because it's not- and just read. She ha- Jennifer Fried has her email address. What if we're like we want to turn the first paragraph of this article into, into a television a show? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Oh my god. Um. So yeah, that was it. I mean, wow. it was wild. That was insane. <laughs> um, so what would you try? I said the burial. Oh, right. The, oh, but, but not the, the egg. Not the, the non, egg. Just non egg. like throw you in the woods. Yeah. And then also I would, also I saw on Sephora, they're having a big sale today. I don't know how long it's going to extend, but they have like a new thing where it's like clean at Sephora and you can get all of like the RMS beauty and stuff Ooh. now online at Sephora, which I've never seen there before. So... I don't know if it's in the sale. I might try all that stuff. And I also, oh, like I said, eating fromage blanc and being on like my new made up French woman diet. Yes. Which is just like fromage blanc and then like. And then stop when you're full. Yeah. (laughs) Like ham sandwiches, like (laughs) fat woman on the internet. I mean, ham sandwich, like in France, the sandwich, because it's like one slice of ham and one slice of cheese. And then like, yeah, a lo- it's like, just it's like a norm- keep it yeah. normal. It's not like an overstuffed like hoagie. What a sandwich is in America is like a pound of meat between two giant pieces of bread. Yeah. And there they'll give you like a couple slices of bread and then like a charcuterie plate of like a few pieces of meat. You like put it together yourself and then you just like leave the rest outside. Yeah. Well, that's what I did when I got room <laughs> service. But that's what I'm <laughs> Yeah, all of France, you could just leave your food <laughs> you outside your and food outside. someone <laughs> picks it up for you. Yeah. Um, so I would try uh, a death doula. <laughs> Which was another a death doula. Yeah. Wow. Um, not That's really such a sad and job. not really to like, de- well, I mean, who knows what I want to do when I die, mm. but I would just want to like befriend a death doula. And I'm just glad that like little goth girls now have like something a to aspire to place to channel. Yeah. Their yeah. They can all become like death doulas. Witchcraft, yeah. Um, so this is a woman uh, named Jill shock and she looks, she, she has like sort of a Lana Del Rey vibe, which if I had a death doula, that's what I would want in my death doula. And she just had this, I think this might have been an old article, honestly, because I sort of remember this, but like her father-in-law died suddenly and she was like, this fucking sucks that like the widow has to like change, like figure out his email passwords and stuff. Yeah. It's like really fucked up when like a loved one dies and there's all this like just garbage busy work that you have to do and you're just like 
grie- trying to grieve and you have to do all this garbage. So she like helps you organize that stuff. Um, oh, that's good. And then she also says you should have, and I think we've covered this before, but it is crazy to have a living funeral. And to basically, like, if you know that you're dying, to just, like, invite everyone over and they can just, like, tell you how much they love you. And, Why like, are you laughing? Because to me, it's sort of, I mean, I, it sort of seems like, a, I mean, it's the same type of people that have, like, big birthday parties. Yeah, where I'm like, you're, like, a narcissist like. a little bit to, like, oh, I'm going to I mean, I guess that's normal. Like, people have birthday parties. But this one seems like I'm just going to, like, sit in the middle of the room and you can all, and I'm, like, come dying. Over and you can just tell come me over. how great I Which am. I guess is nice. That's what but, Del Close did. And there was, like, great. video of it. Um, it's on YouTube. You can watch it. So, yeah. I mean, if you guys have been to a family member's living funeral, let us know if you like it or well, you thought it was weird. I mean, every. I mean, I've been to like. I mean, before someone's died in my life, like we've all been to like the hospital and stuff, and like have been. Yeah. There. But I mean, I don't know if that's really like. What I don't they think. Mean. That, I think they mean like like a party. Like at your house. Like yeah, like a big like the same that you would have. I think instead of a, a birthday a, yeah, party. No, instead of a, a funeral, funeral, like to just have the funeral before they die. I to, would not. Who to, would want to me, do that? I would feel like insecure if I was trying like giving a eulogy or something like I would feel Wait, you have to do a eulogy to the person I think so that's supposed to be like a funeral but oh they're there God. so I, it, it would be like embarrassed like I would I don't know it, you you can't really talk as freely basically <laughs> like you might want to be like oh like when they make like a little shitty joke about yeah because you want to do a little be like so we've loved you and we still do because you're still alive yeah and like here's a great memory i have of us i just feel like the eulogies will be a little less honest oh yeah no i feel like the whole point of a eulogy is like the person is dead yeah even you can't you don't get to hear it it's like what people say about you after you die that's the whole point of it i mean not according to this death doula i guess it's like what woody harrelson did in three billboards outside of ebbing oh god yeah that's right spoiler alert i just watched it on the plane oh boy um but yeah that being said i'll try it um what would you buy oh oh so since i went to france i read the big french girl thing um in the monday newsletter Mm. and they had for the first time um this amber eye soot ash and amber eye soot that was like um for doing like a smoky eye and I'm never really interested in doing anything on my eyes because it's just like too much it's like a little mascara and leave me alone but I don't know something about it just seemed really French and cool I guess just because it said it was French and it was on Google yeah. and I was just like and it comes in a pot you know yeah yeah and I was like yeah that's what I want sounds good yeah how about you um I am going back to a couple weeks ago there was a Godfrey's guide oh. and Gene recommends a solid toner face toner which comes on it looks sort of like a stick of deodorant and it's called ilia cucumber water stick and you just like you just like put it all over your face and it's a solid toner that Um, looks really cool and uh gene talks a lot about how she's always cold which i think like the chicest women are always cold thank you um see i'm always hot i mean i think that's 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 like a thing yeah masculine thing and then women like women cold. cold um and she recommends Putting on this toner and listening to Sinead O'Connor, sounds which like a sounds like a plan to me. me. Yeah, and Wait, it, it, what does that have to do with her being cold? Uh, oh, because she says I hate to be cold. It's got to be well into the '90s for me to wish for AC. She like hates air conditioning, um, so she says I like to make it up the stairs to the apartment, rip off my clothes, and drink a glass of ice water standing in front of the unassuming but unbelievably powerful window unit. So she has a window unit instead of. Uh, central AC and then it says the Sinead O'Connor song nothing compares to you was always the accompaniment I guess she's like talking about and then she puts on that I think she's like reminiscing about the 90s when she had like a window unit before she was rich oh god that's my dream life it's just like I'm Jean I'm naked I'm listening to Sinead O'Connor it's the 90s I've got this toner I'm drinking a glass of water but the toner didn't I think the toner didn't exist in the 90s so I think she's for some reason this reminds her of that yeah reimagining what if there was there the nineties were there and also the toner was Can there at the same she time. Write her fucking memoir, please. I'm dying to read this woman's memoir. I mean, even if nothing ever happened to her, I just wanted to write about like oh, her apartment or something. Yeah, like this like cool East Village apartment where she had to like, you know, wade through like heroin dealers and like to have like a picnic in Tompkins Square Park and then run up and put on Sinead O'Connor. Yes. And like have a 
six dollar glass of wine at like a little bistro on Avenue B. That oh sounds my great. God, get out of here with it. I yeah. love it. Um, yeah. So if I'm not gonna actually buy this because it's forty two dollars, but if it was like half that price, I would think about it. Yeah. Um. All right, guys. Uh. So I guess we're back on our regular schedule. Yeah, so we'll be back on Friday. On Friday, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, Thanks for bearing with us while we were away. Yeah, I hope uh, you guys all had a great summer, and it's time for autumn. Back to school. (laughs) Mm. All right, uh, bye, guys. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.